three, two, one. Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live. We're streaming live on YouTube. It's not Victory Monday, but we're here. And of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker. Still, we don't get a boom. We do not get a boom today. Ladies and gentlemen, that one's done. We're going to talk about it. Dallas drops. Would have been a classic. It was a classic. Let's be real. It was a classic NFC East battle. But they didn't come out on the other side. Victorious. So we're going to take a look at the good, the bad, and the ugly of the game. That's how we're going to do it today. And then after all of that, I'll try to get as many calls in as we can. We've got Doc Talk later. Going to be talking to the doctor that kind of got sprung up on me and be honest with you. But it is what it is. So... We'll get with him later on, talk about uh, potential injuries and whatnot. So I'm going to try to get through the first part as smoothly as possible. I ain't got no crazy big speech for you. I don't because I want to make sure I get into, like I said, the good, bad, and ugly of this thing. Uh, I'll say this, though. Despite all of the craziness that happened in that game, the Cowboys still had a chance to win it at the end. So you know, I'm pretty sure you guys will call in and you guys will talk about a lot of that. But we had our shots there. The Cowboys didn't get it done. So, look, I'm just going to go. Wait, before I do that, shouts out to you. Bomb squad! Shouts out to you. I'm just going to go jump straight into it, man. I'm not I'm not dipping my toes into this thing. We, we're going to dive right into the waters, and we'll get to the good, the bad, and the ugly of this thing. So, let's just go, man. Let's just kick it right off. The good. There's some good things. Dak Prescott, C.D. Lamb, they continue to terrorized over the last three or four games of the season. Can't come out of this game mad at those guys. Uh, CD, 11 receptions, 191 yards. Back-to-back weeks where he has put up career numbers. And I don't expect that to stop anytime soon. This connection is in fuego right now between Dak and CD Lamb. And hopefully, you know, since week five, McCarthy sees this, and we're not going to go away from it. Um, I'm not saying he's going to put on the same streak that AJ did, which, by the way, Cowboys did stop that streak. But this should definitely be forced, uh, whatever you want to call it, week in, week out. These guys are on fire right now. Uh, like I said, 11 receptions, a buck 91. Dak finished the day with 29 for 44, 374, and three tutties. Uh, th- these two guys are filling it right now. We just got to keep them in the mode. Jake Ferguson. Jake just keeps, he just keeps popping up, man. He just keeps showing up. He keeps showing you why he's tight in one. He keeps showing you why you didn't need to take one in the second round. He keeps showing you why I think he has a bright future in this league as, I'm going to say it, I think he has a chance to, to start being talked about as one of the top tight ends, maybe not this year, but at some point. Maybe it's next year, you know, year three. But Jake Ferguson finished the day with seven receptions, 91 yards, and he had a touchdown. Um, he also had a big block. I, I meant to write it down when I was watching the game, but man, when I'm watching the game, I don't, I'm not taking notes for real. It's mostly mental notes. I'm, I'm 99.999% of the time, just straight fanning out. Uh, and then I got to kind of keep that, compo- uh, keep my composure once the cameras come on. Cause I can't go crazy, but 
I wasn't looking at it, but Jake Ferguson once again showed you why you need to take a tight end. But it's another discussion for another day. Kavate Turpin. Turp, man, back-to-back weeks where, where Turpin is really showing his stuff here, man. He had 48-yard kickoff return, a 12-yard putt return, and a touchdown on his first play back when he got out uh, went out the game with an injury. I was a little nervous about it because, you know, he's not a big dude, and he kind of got crunched. And I thought, damn, we I like Kevontae Turpin out there. I want him on offense a little bit more. We talked about getting him some more snaps. And to see him get hurt a little bit, I thought this this could be something where he could be out for a while. He came back in there and caught a huge touchdown to put the Cowboys out. I think it was 14-7. Shots out to him. Had a fantastic game, given you know all the snaps that he could possibly get. Jalen Tolbert, it's time. Or since there's no roundup in this one. We said this the other day, didn't we? It's time for Jalen Tobert. Let's just let's just rip the band-aid off. Apparently, Michael Gallup got benched after that drop. I mean, a disgusting, nasty drop. If there was five plays, I know Nick Eatman usually does a five play. I don't know if he included the Michael Gallup drop, probably did. But third and three puts it right between the numbers. Gallup just drops the rock. Cowboys are moving the ball. Let's be honest, they really didn't stop the Cowboys all game. We're keeping the buck. Cowboys are moving the rock to go down and potentially go up 21 to 14 at halftime. Drops a third down play. And uh, from what I heard, he was benched the next series coming out of half. And that was that. However, Jalen Tobert took advantage of his reps. I mean, he got he sprung open on a big third down play, almost scored. Uh, I think maybe he thought the guy was on him a little bit. I think if he just stays upfield, he scores a touchdown. But then he broke loose on another play, touchdown, also caught a first down. Then obviously he didn't get a chance to get that fourth down play. Um, but overall, I think Jalen Tober had a fantastic game, and we need to start seeing his snaps increase. Tobert Turpin, and, and that should decrease Michael Gallup's snaps. I mean, I think those two guys are enough to go into moving forward saying we're rolling with CeeDee Lamb, Jake Ferguson, Brandon Cooks, Kevontae Turpin, Jalen Tober. Those are our guys. Everybody else will be kind of just, they'll get the scraps. And then Micah, man. I mean, wasn't a great day defensively till the end there. They did they did hold serve and force a couple three and outs. But defensively, 28 points, right? And again, we, we'll get to another part of this thing here. Gave up four touchdowns, but Micah did everything in his power to affect that game. He did affect that game. He had a uh, sack and a half, three quarterback hits. I haven't seen the pressure total yet, but I'd imagine that pressure total had to be, I mean, it it, it had to be somewhere in the six, seven, eight range. I mean, he was he was terrorizing that rookie right guard. He, he was just blown through double teams like it was nothing. I mean, Micah was Mike in this game, but you know, you you needed you needed some timely plays and and it, this is the good, so I want to stay on the good. But one thing that I keep seeing pop up when you go up against, you know. The, the top echelon squads defensively is we're just not getting turnovers. I would just not, you know, every other time we're getting multiple turnovers, but you go back and look and we're talking about the, the playoff games and everything. There's like no turnovers. There might be one, you know, 
but they're just not getting those turnovers like they have. And they had three opportunities in this game with three fumbles, and they recovered them all, man. Ball just bounced their way. That's the good. Dak, CD, Jake, Kevontae Turpin, Jalen Tober, Michael Parsons. Let's talk about the bad. Fourth quarter offensive line blocking. Now, I had to put this one up here because Next Gen Stats had a stat that came out that kind of blew my mind here, but obviously it made sense when you watch it. In that fourth quarter, the Eagles defensive line won on 13 pass rush wins. 13 in a quarter is the most of any team in the last three years. And we'll get to the guy that probably half of them came on, but there were also pressures that came elsewhere too. So the fourth quarter offensive line, it, it, it made it tough, but you still had that chance towards the end. Um, details. Details, details, details. There were a few things. Shouts out to Kurt Warner. He always talks about details. There were a few things in this one, man. Details that I think could have changed the outcome of this game. One of them, an actual goal line touchdown. And that one didn't end up costing you because you ended up scoring. A goal line rushing touchdown where Chumi Doga uh, comes in the game. And I, I don't know if he went to the referee to say he was covered or uncovered. Dak Prescott signaled to the ref, but he has to signal. Cowboys score a rushing touchdown. It gets called back because they said Chuma wasn't covered up. So that was the actual call, but the broadcast was saying he didn't you know, identify himself. So they said Chuma wasn't covered. However, when the tight end went in motion, he seemed to cover him. I, it's something I wish I want to know if they can talk to Shadi about because you can't have those small things affect, um, affect games. Now, eventually they end up scoring on on that series a couple plays later. But the details in that is interesting because you don't want that to come back and bite you. The schoolmaker non-touchdown. Another small detail uh, where the young tight ends just didn't get it right. Both Ferguson and schoolmaker were, were inches off of executing that play and getting it right. Ferg, I think, had to force... Who was the player... Not sure who the player was, but he had to force Schoonmaker's guy to go around. And it would have been a wide open touchdown for Schoon. Schoon has to get a little bit more depth on his route. He kind of cut that too short and he falls a little bit short of the, of the goal line. With that said, I, I'm very interested to know. I'd love to ask a referee on this one because I've seen this floating around on, on the X, which, boy, be careful going on there. I mean, it is some. I have to remind myself that is not a real place. But interesting on that play, right? So obviously, Schoolmaker's knee goes down. He has to get into the end zone. If he's in the end zone, doesn't matter. But the small detail outside of the Cowboys was, doesn't he have to complete the catch through the ground? If he has to complete the catch through the ground, then he was in the end zone by the time that happened. So just really curious on, on that. Because if, if, if it's just he catches it, as he's falling to the ground and we don't have to worry about completing the catch, then that that makes a catch totally different. But I, I don't know what a catch is anymore. I don't know what what constitutes as a touchdown anymore. It's just it's it's all different. Game management and and this is really game management at the start and finish of the game. Number one, why don't you challenge the Eagles on the opening drive? I think that easily moves it back to fourth and two and a half inside their own territory, and they likely punt the rock. 
I, I was in the Illuminati chat saying, hey, whoever's the review guy in the booth got to get fired. You got to get fired. One thing I noticed that the Eagles do on their sideline, happen to catch it through the broadcast, they have like a portable TV following their coach around, Nick Sirianni. So they got a portable TV just following their guy around up and down that sideline. And I think that's how they're able to see certain views that you just can't get as the game is going, you know, is going and whatnot. So I'm like, man, the Cowboys need to do that because I do not know who is in charge of taking a look at these things. I mean, we saw it at home. Dude was a whole two yard, two and a half yards short of the first down. They gave him inches short of the first down, and obviously to push touch his money, uh, or whatever it's called. And if they throw that flag, they kick the ball. Cowboys start finding their rhythm very quickly against that defense, and, and they really couldn't stop you the rest of the game. You kind of just stopped yourself. So not challenging at, at the beginning of the game was weird to me. Maybe it's because, again, Dak, or not Dak, uh, Mike McCarthy is just can't handle calling the games and managing the game. Maybe that's the thing. The other thing, and I have field goal question mark because you probably, you probably could have. I don't say should have. I have to go back and get the field probably could have kicked a field goal in one of those situations and make it a one possession game. And that kind of stuck out to me. Again, I have to go back and kind of get a feel of if we should have kicked a field goal at one point when the cow before that last drive, obviously where the Cowboys were in position, particularly um, I think it was the drive before, but here's where I was thinking about the field goal. There was 1044 left in the game and we went for it. Instead of kicking the field goal, right? Which, I get it. You're on the one and a half, two-yard line. Nine times out of ten, you're going for it right there. But with ten minutes left, do you kick there and make it a one-possession game? Well, you didn't. The next play, Schoolmaker was a touchdown, overruled, not a touchdown. And that eventually would obviously come back and bite them because they did hold serve and they did go down and score in the next possession, but that ate up four and a half minutes of clock, game clock. And when they did score, you had the opportunity right there to go for two, which would have tied the game as opposed to chasing points, which we'll get to here in a second, where you would be within three of the game. And then the last is the two-point conversion where Dak stepped out of bounds. Just like, I'm sorry, before I get to the two-point conversion, the sense of urgency, before I get to that. The sense of urgency. The other part about, about the game management was, the drive before last, where we're driving down, and I think it was a fourth and fourth and eight situation. They were talking about it on the broadcast. I was feeling it as well. Where was the sense of urgency? I, I didn't I didn't understand that. They were kind of playing for, hey, last possession here. But what what if you don't get it? Now you don't have much time. Now, fortunately, you you know, you caught some breaks there at the end to get you in position, so it didn't ultimately cost you. But how do you not play a little more urgent right there? Try to score, try to strike fast, and then, okay, if they go down and they strike, cool, you got time. If not, basically, you you pretty much can end the game there. But I, I don't understand why you don't at least have a little bit more urgency in case it doesn't work out. You've got timeouts in your pocket. You've got time on your side, and you can go down there comfortably and, and try to go win the game. So, Weird, weird game management right there. And then, like I said, the two-point conversion, when you're chasing those points, you know, not kicking the field goal, you got to go for these twos and kind of bring it in with three. And right when we thought we did bring it in with three, 
Dak runs out of real estate, steps out right before the ball reaches out for the touchdown or for the two point, and it's null avoid, stays a five point game. So those are the bad, which some of this could have been put in the ugly. But I can't help but think of the ugly word were untimely penalties, and we'll get to the other one. I say untimely penalties here. This isn't saying the bad is the ugly is the ref. I, I you know, we had we had our spiel on this yesterday. It is what it is. I, after you get over the the emotions of it, you realize it, it's the Cowboys. You just got to deal with it. But the untimely penalties, the ones where you could have controlled, right? Down seventeen to twenty one. Well, I say control, but this one right here, I don't know about it. 17 to 21, you're moving the ball once again on this defense. The defense is not good. Their pass rush is, but their defense is not. You're moving the ball on them. You finally get it blocked up and from a run game standpoint. Maybe your best run block of the last couple weeks. And Rico rips off a, a, a beautiful run. Nice run. Gets you inside the 30-yard line. And you're probably going to go down there and score. At the very least, you score three points. Instead, holding Luke Schoolmaker. Very questionable call, and I'm being nice with that one. Very, very questionable call. And what does that do? It, it stalls the drive. You don't even get a chance to get three, and obviously three would have been huge right there. Just a terrible, untimely penalty. They go down to score the next possession, but not without help on some untimely penalties again. DPI. Stephon Gilmore. I'm not getting upset with Stephon Gilmore, but again, this is kind of an untimely penalty. Instead of second and long or third and long, we get a 20-yarder. Wasn't even like it was, hey, five-yard illegal contact or 10-yard holding. It was defensive pass interference, which got them 20-plus yards and moved the ball from their side of the 40 to our side of the 40 in one play from an untimely penalty. Kickoff penalties. Brandon Aubrey's been fantastic, but you can't help a, a good team like this out by giving them amazing field position by kicking the ball out of bounds. You go up 14-7 and you kick the ball out of bounds, you, you give them amazing field position, they go down and score. Coming out of half, Rashawn Evans, face mask. You give them the ball at the 40-yard line, they go down and score. Can't have that untimely penalty. And then the two big penalties Towards the end of the game, at the end of the game. Full start to back up Dallas. Now, I want to harp on the full start, but at the end of the day, the play call looked terrible. It looked like they were about to run a draw. <laughs> they were about to run a draw, man. That was a stupid call. But it was the play before that where that was a timely penalty for you and you didn't take advantage of it. Jalen Carter goes off sides. And for whatever reason, we don't snap the ball to get a free play. You have to get a free play right there. You get a free play, you never know what could happen right I mean, you're talking about maybe a holding, maybe maybe potentially um, a touchdown, right? Maybe, maybe a def defensive pass interference. Now you're at the one-yard line. To not snap it right there, just I, I don't understand how we're not aware to, to, to hike it. I don't care if, you, if it snaps the ball and it goes over the head or whatever. At the very least, you're going to get a free play. So I, I just don't understand not snapping it right there. And then the delay of game after the sack, I, I don't know what happened. I mean, Dak is, here we go, you know, smack the ball. Nobody's snapping the ball. Delay of game, back it up five more yards now instead of being at the, what was it, 21 or whatever, at the 26. And 
You just went backwards. But let's be real. The biggest ugly of this game was Terrence Stu. Or as I have it here, Terrence, should I put him up for adoption? Still. Yeah, he went he went back to distant cousin real fast this season. <laughs> that might have been his worst game I've seen from him since his rookie year. He looked like rookie Terrence Steele. Um, I believe from first watch, he gave up eight pressures, and I would be shocked if that went up higher. And four sacks. This was very, very Chaz Green, Atlanta Falcons, 2017-ish. Very, very. And look, the four sacks is being generous because if, if Dak didn't escape at least three of them, it could have been six or seven sacks just on Terrence Steele's side. So, and, and, and look, I mean... I don't know how many actual, logical, realistic fans are putting that last sack on Dak Prescott. But boy, if you are, you're blind as a bat here. I don't really know what you want to do. Teleport? I don't know what you want to do here. You know, drop back. We're looking left to make a play. And by the time we come to look right, hello, Josh Sweat, raiding your face. I mean, he can't even step up into the pocket. Now he has to try to evade Josh Sweat, who was raiding his face after a second from the snap. And here's the problem with the way Terrence Steele was getting beat. Same thing with Brandon Graham. If you're going to get beat, get beat on the hump. Terrence Steele was getting beat on the inside, and you can't step up. Now now there's nowhere to go. And this happened continually. Unfortunately, it didn't result in you know a 10-sack day, but it could easily result in a 10-sack day. But unfortunately, the biggest sack of the day, it came on Terrence Steele. Right at the end. I mean, it was, he, he's, been, he's been not been good, pass protected, not been consistent. And when he's been bad, it's been really, really bad. Guess what? You can't go nowhere. <laughs> he's here. He's here to stay. They just signed him for the, for the you know, for a contract. So now you're going to bench him. And I'm not, I'm not saying you have to trade him or whatever. That's going to be difficult. But there needs to be a message sent that, hey, bro, like you can't have this. We, we cannot have this. He needs to get it together. Or it's going to be a long, longer year, second half of the year over there, because this is going to be the last time you see this team. And before I get to the lines, this is why in the pregame show, when I was talking to Jesse, I should have clipped it. He was like, yeah, I, I want to throw the ball 40, 45, 50 times in this game. I'm like, hey, look, I get this. This secondary is food. It is, it is food. They are not good. And, and, and you can you can chop and, and shoot and screw them, right? Like they're terrible secondary if we're keeping it a bean. I get that. But that doesn't mean I want to drop back 40, 45 times because I don't trust this pass block and that pass rush to, to lose. I don't trust this pass block to hold up 40, 45 times. And all it takes is one. All it takes is a sack fumble. All it takes is an untimely sack. All it takes is... Uh, he's getting hit, and now it's a fluttered ball for a pick. Don't get me wrong. I came into this game understanding, hey, this ain't the game to run a whole lot, but this also ain't the game to throw the ball 45 times because all it takes is one, and I don't trust the pass blocking unit right now, specifically Terrence. B. Oddish has his moments too, you know. From first watch, shouts out to Tyron. He seemed like he came over. He just locked that left side down like a vault baby locked down. But that's exactly why I didn't want to do that. 
Now we can we can look at the coaching staff and say, hey, why aren't we giving him help? He's getting his ass whooped all game. I know y'all see what we're seeing out here. Why aren't you giving him help on the game's most important plays? I don't know, man. I don't know, but he, he's he's been terrible, and and I don't know what needs to happen. I don't know if he needs to see a sports psychologist. That's real. He needs a rap to to Duke something, you know something because you, you if you're gonna get beat like I said get beat on the hump, you get beat on the inside re- repeatedly. It's not gonna be good moving forward. So that's my good, my bad, my ugly. Where we at here? I think I got through that in a decent enough amount of time. Let me see. I'll go to nine fifty before we get before we get to the doc. So I'm gonna try to get to y'all as much as possible. Uh, this is not gonna be one of those phone line segments where we're we just gonna rap for 25 minutes each call. Can't do it tomorrow. I got y'all, but today, kind of give me your point and let's get to the other callers so we can get to as many of them um, as we can. Let's start off with Daryl from Fort. Wait, come here, Daryl from Fort Worth. Good morning, man. Good morning, Sky. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm okay. You know, we all a little down today. <clears throat> I wanted to say, I think I mentioned to you before that the, it seems like the Cowboys kind of repeat this certain things over and over, and you're too young maybe to know about it. Like, but one of the things well, that on the networks, well, well, comparison to me because I was watching the games in the '60s. So, <laughs> damn. Uh, you know, you know that Kevin Hart, that Kevin Hart meme. Damn. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I was young then, but still, I was there. You know, I, I'm sorry. I, 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 the conference has been locked. Um, but the thing is, you know, I don't know if you ever know, but the Cowboys had the reputation at one time for, and they were actually called next year's champs. Have you ever heard that before? I hear that in sports in general, but. Uh, in Dallas, maybe over the last 20, whatever, it's been 25 years, yeah. But prior to that, I wasn't around in the 80s. I wasn't outside like that to see it. So I'd imagine that's what you're talking about. Well, that's actually in the 60s. <laughs> the 60s. They were actually called next Yeah, they were actually called okay, next Doug, year's go ahead, camp. Go ahead. Yeah, because they kept losing to Green Bay, okay. you know, the Vince Lombardi Packers. Yeah. And um, they had a great team, had a good team, but they kept – and so it was just working my nerves. Yeah, this is the uh, narrative that's going out right now against the Cowboys. You know, they can't win the big one, can't win the big one. But so many teams go through can't win the big one until they win it. Peyton Manning, you know, they, John Elway, it just happens. So it's a, you got to keep punching and working hard in, until you get over the hump. So that's one thing I want to say to all our peeps. You know, you just got to keep – we're right there at the edge. You know, you, you could look up in the end of this thing. We could be where we really want to be when it's all said and done this year. Sure. So, but back to the things that's just working my nerves. Quickly. Um, okay. So, is, is is first down just a throwaway down? Like, early on it seems like, you know, early in the games we, we seem to be, you know, run, run, pass, or or run, pass. I mean, we, we don't really care about the run game. We are so unserious about it. It is hilarious at this point. It is, it's shotgun. Have a guard pull, run Tony Pollard down the A gap, and and it's just broken because even the guard pulling is is just so broken, bro. Yeah, so it, it's a, it's a throwaway now from a run standpoint. From a pass standpoint, nah. I mean, you let let Dak and CD and them boys cook on first down, in my opinion, because you ain't running the ball well. 
Well, that's that's what I mean because we just otherwise we throwing it away. And um, and I appreciate what you're saying about man, we can need some blocking help. How can you just let this dude out there die on the vine? He just died, and you just let him die, and then that hurts everybody. And the other thing is, and I'm, and I'm out of here. Yep. Uh, you know, discipline, attention to detail, and we can't even line up properly. That's the first thing you learn when you play ball. God dog, how you line up? How you line up outside? You know, a lot. It's ridiculous. Talking about that Chuma play. Well, I'm talking about our defensive line. Oh, oh yeah, we had a. But but hold on, you know, I ain't going go to details. You're talking about the um, neutral zone infraction on 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 Hankins. I, Again, another questionable. That was questionable to me. I don't. I don't understand. They've they've all been lining up like that all game. But I, usually, I would be with you because we've had bad ones, right? Where J. Ron is just deliberately over the line, or Micah might have been over the line. But that Hankins one to me was weird. Just random, random infraction that they they've been lined up like that all game. But it is what it is. But it was they decided to call it then is the point. But he was offside. I mean, it's like because I'm looking at all that. Really, Dang, y'all look like y'all. He really, to me. he really wasn't though. I mean, it, 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 it's 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 weird, man. Like if when Jason Kelsey comes out there and he moves the ball, I mean, of course it's gonna look like oh my gosh, his fingertip is is over the line. But I'm not gonna get into all that. It, it, that, that oh, so that's it, some gamesmanship going on that I missed. Okay, yeah, I just <clears throat> okay. But you know, like I said, we got to get more attention to detail. The 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 reason that that uh, what's his name, even though that was a passion and friends attack, schoolmaker, that was passion and friends. He tapped him before the ball got there, but they didn't run the route to to rub right. the other the rub his man yep. properly. It's just those little things that we got to tighten up. Yes, we there, but we got to tighten those things up. Attention to detail, discipline, and uh, we can. Yes, I think girl. we can come out all right down the road. Yes, I right, man. Appreciate the call, brother. Okay. That went a little bit longer than it needed to. We we got lots of callers. I'm trying to get to y'all before this day is over. So let's uh let's see if we can speed up a bit. What's up, Los? Hey, good morning, Sky. Just two quick points, man. I uh, hope you're having a great morning. Sucks at the loss, but um just two quick things. I mean bright side is C D and Dak these past weeks have been hot. Sure. And that's something we have to, to continue bet off of and help get others involved. And you would think going into this game the QB and wide receiver that everyone was going crazy was going to be Jalen and AJ, then averaging over 100. But, I mean, we contain them, and, you know, that's something that we can build off, right? Last point is go, – go ahead, Sky. No, no, you're right. I mean, we, we talked about this in the, in the, in the post game. If you would have told me that AJ would have 76, Devontae would have 51, you'd walk away with, with your head held high thinking that you had a shot to win that game and you played well defensively. So I'm with you. They – look, for a team that was just killing – between AJ and and, and uh, Hertz, they contained them enough to win that game. Exactly, and last but not least, I mean um, end game execution. You have to be better at the end of games. Like I was having flashbacks to the end of the Forty ers division game because the small yeah. details at the crib, and yeah. getting beat, <laughs> getting getting beat took you off a chance to win. Like calling as an eligible receiver, offsides. And you know what? You like you said, Scott. You've been seeing that right side get beat whole game. Why not help reinsure it for the last series to help you have a better chance to score? You know, you were at the six yard line with less or close to a minute. Scoring a touchdown flips flips that game tremendously, right? Wait, wait, and, and that's all, Scott. Wait, which one? Go, go, well, go ahead. What series are you talking about? Oh, the 
um, basically when we were at the end of the game, we were at the one minute mark, we were at the six yard line, we could have scored, and then we just went backwards. Oh, you, well, you said flip the game. Yeah, game's over if we scored a touchdown. I, I thought you were talking about something else. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, and that's off, guy. And and we can talk about the refs, and we can talk, but we know they ain't helping us, yeah, guys. Yeah, that's why I'm not. And talking at the about. end of the day, <laughs> and, and and at the end of the day, we had the opportunity. We just didn't capitalize, and that's it. Yep. Peace out. Yeah, 100. Absolutely right. I, as much as the fan in me wants to be like, oh, what a terrible this, terrible that. At the end of the day, every time I get over the the ref situation emotionally, I'm, I have to realize, come on, man, you ain't. <laughs> What are we doing here? I told myself years ago, don't don't ever expect to, to get that type of help. It is what it is. You got to overcome that. And you had the opportunity to. You, you got back down there at the six. So it is what it is, man. You know, were, were there some untimely penalties and some of them were questionable? 100%. But you just got to fight through it. You know, you're going on the road. You, you damn sure ain't going to get the whistle on the road. You, you know that. Uh, and you had your shot. So and you, and you didn't get it. You didn't come through. 804, what it is, what it do? Hello? Yes, sir, you're live. 804. Uh-oh, you, you got me Yo, on. Will, it's for real, man. I was, uh, it was a blizzard. I know I was going off on everybody's chat yesterday. Not really. Turn down, turn down the radio or the TV or however you got me listening, bro. It's an echo. Is that better? Yes, I can't hear me. Is that me better? Now. Yep, go ahead. Yes, I was going off on everybody's chat, man. It's Hey, we all frustrated. It's I get it. because I know our team is good, man. We have a great team, people and systems, and I'm not even getting to the refs, but the inside our own organization is holding this team back. It, it blows my mind. But on top of that, the thing I want to talk about, man, is the offense getting to these slow starts. We still have the same problem, no matter what coordinators in there. Same problem. Um, yeah, and to combat that. I think I brought this up last week at some point, but and I was going to chart it, but but Archer charted it for me. Um, Cowboys offensively get out there, it's three and out, or or it's a point. Now last week we did score a touchdown, so that's a good thing. But in these kind of bigger games, it seems to be three and out, right? And then on the flip side, mm-hmm. your defense keeps giving up points right early on. It, it, it's yep. it's six yep. games in a row. Six games, so even against the blowouts, even against the bad teams, the defense just gives yeah. up points early on in that game. So I don't know what what's going on to, to start these games we don't, on we both don't, sides of the it's ball. Like we don't come ready, and we don't come off the bus ready. It's like, I don't know, it's, it's a Dallas thing. It's just, it don't come ready and don't come off. You got to get punched in the mouth, and then it's, oh, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't explain it, man. But six games in a row, your defense gives up opening score. And then I think it's like five games you went three and out to start. It's just, which is weird. The first fifteen on both sides are 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 bad yeah. right now. Like you you don't really have a consistent game plan to open up these things on offense. And then defensively, right. teams seem to study you. They figure out what works. It works early, and they at least move the ball down and get three. And then after that, you kind of wake up. But yeah, yeah, man, you you're always playing from behind though. You like you you always playing a catch up game crazy well dallas got ahead you know and then and then you just gave you gave up the lead but they, they got it the, the lead flipped i think twice there you know they are three times they went up 7-0 you went up 14-7 they tied it 14-14 and you went up 17-14 so the the, the game script yeah. didn't get out of hand really 
until you got down to right. possessions. But you, you even still, you scored with six minutes left to go twenty eight to twenty three. So, just it was a good game. I mean, overall, the game script, the, the game script kind of got out of hand in in the beginning of the third quarter. It's like the players wasn't able to to stay in their head, stay into the game the same way. It's just, I would say that. I disagree. I, but, um, I, I think they went down and scored and made it 23-28 pretty, pretty quickly. But, you know, it is what it is. All right. Uh, then my other thing. I don't want to hold you up too long. I, got, um, I think since the front office lost the black dude who was like the uh, team manager, this shit looks different. It looks weird. It looked mm-hmm. way better last year when he was there, or the last two years when he was there. The front office lost the game. The who? The team manager dude, the uh, black dude, the big ball black dude that came with Mike McCarthy. Oh, you're talking about Mike's they, they guy. Yeah, they let him go. The team looks different without him. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Um, I, I don't really know. I it mean, don't he, look as disciplined. It don't look as disciplined without oh, him. Oh, brother, we had the third most penalties last year. We weren't disciplined last year. I'm not talking about in the in the gameplay. I'm talking about how the team was ran, how, the, how things was moving. I don't know if it was just him or more other coaches that was there, but the team seemed more... It just seemed more organized. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah. I don't know what that means, but I right, bro, appreciate the call. Thank you, appreciate it. Yes, sir. Uh, let's go, Marco from Charlotte. What's up, Scott, my brother? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, man. How you doing, bro? Uh we 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 here, man. You kind of hate the day after oh, games yeah, when you blessed. lose, we but we here. Oh yeah, we blessed. Hey, Scott, you remember in the summertime I was calling you and telling you that we was gonna miss two one. I think we really miss two now, man. You're like one yeah. of a million people, but yeah. I know. I, I just I, I think we put a little too much. I think Pollard flashed a little too much last year, and he just don't got that flash this year. He got it, but I saw I saw a couple of runs where he could have broke. But that I, I don't even want to talk about Pollard because we already know what he's weak. But uh, that dude J. Ron Curse, he got to go. Damn it. I ain't saying got to go, but put my man twenty four in the game. Easy, man. J. Ron can't cover, man, and, and my boy Lou. He looking like he can't uh, – t- I mean, my boy uh, Lewis, Jordan Lou, he can't cover, can he? I mean, what's going on, bro? Yeah, this was a game I thought Izzy could have could have played. We talked about this last week. You know, they, they got bigger bigger guys they throw in the slot. They'll, they'll throw A.J. in there, and they really didn't target him when A.J. was on him, but they target him when, when Goddard was on him on that big fourth down play. And what they do? They just use his size. Hey, throw it up, throw it to the sideline. He can't, he can't contend with that. That's a mismatch. So, yeah, I thought Izzy – being active, they they might have been a wild card. I thought maybe Wanye being active, they might throw a wild card, but we we didn't really see it. At the end of the day, though, it was a deep pass to to what's his name, Devontae Smith, and early on, yeah. AJ got busy, but then he he was shut down after that. So it was a weird yeah, weird just, game flow. Well, I was just saying that we we just hold on to guys. I know Kurt's been playing well for us in the past, but. We we got other guys that I think we don't let them develop. Like Izzy played good to me last year, decent. But you don't get to put him on the field to develop him. I mean, you put Jaron. We see Jaron. Jaron look a little slow to me, man. Oh I yeah, I mean, and Do- I have and I have to go watch Donald. the film. I gotta go watch the yeah. film on him because you can't see everything, you know, from the from the broadcast. So that's why I don't really talk yeah. about the secondary just yet until yeah. I go watch the film and sometimes the offensive line. But uh, for the but I've been saying this since last week. J-Ron looks yes, like he's beat up, and that's why I kind of wanted to see a little bit more Juan Ye in this the rest of the season. So, I mean, I don't know how he looked in this game because you can't really see everything, but we'll take a look. Hey, Scott, this is my last thing. This is why my Cowboys should have drafted 
I don't know about Mozzie. I, I don't I don't know why we drafted Mozzie or well you know like, why they drafted I mean we got Parker. I mean I don't I I mean everybody say we need a good pick, but we could have drafted some players on the offensive side of the ball that can block for that. We can move some players around. But hey man, Scott, I'm gonna listen to the rest well, of the show. I appreciate you, brother, like always, man. Surprised you didn't bring up Schoolmaker. I mean that's Everyone always wants to crap on Mozzie, but, but, but Schoolmaker's the yeah, cool. Schoolmaker's the one that we should really be. That pick was the one to me. Uh, you know why they drafted Mozzie? You you were one of the worst run defenses last year, and you got a you didn't really have the future run stoppy type of guy. I mean, you know why? You may not have liked it, but you know why? Why you drafted Schoolmaker? Look, I hope the kid turns out to be amazing. I don't understand that to this day because we're seeing Jake Ferguson go off, but we saw the potential in Jake Ferguson prior to that. I just, you know, you're talking about drafting a guy to block. You had the opportunity to do that in the second round. You know? So, that, that, that again, I don't want to go back, but, if we, if, if, you know, I think we're directing our anger at the wrong pick. The, the, the pick that you really should be annoyed about is round two. Uh, but... Hey, if you wanted to take a guy in round one, yeah, I guess you could have took, you know, Joey Porter, Bergeron, or somebody like that. So, yeah, I mean, if you want to complain about it, I get it. But but to me, I get why they took Mozzie. I don't get why they took Schoolmaker at all. And we're talking about potential trade deadlines. One of the names I brought up was Zach Ertz. And the reason why I brought up Zach Ertz is just, the veteran having that veteran in that room that maybe understands the nuances in that goal line situation. So just, just got We got, we got, it's time for, for schoolmaker. I get it. I mean, I'm not expecting schoolmaker to be some top flight guy right now, but leave it at that, man. CT, what's up, man? What's going on, Scott, man? What's up with you? Man, we played great yesterday, bro. I can't hold him. It was like at the end of the we day, it was a it was a good ass game, man. Like like the end result sucked, but yeah, that was a good one. That was a good game. What do you think about using these next four games as like a preseason for the slot corner? I want to see Eric Scott and Noah get some work in, man. Oh no, I'm good. Uh. I'm, I'm, hey, Lou ain't it, though. <laughs> or Wanye or somebody, but neither. number two is not it. I'm sorry. Well, if that's the case, neither is Eric and them boys. So, I I mean, this is kind of why if you go get a corner, like we talked about the trade deadline, you can go, go back to doing the things you were doing prior to the season where J. Lou is your depth but, and he's like, not I'm not looking not behind. I'm trying to see what we can do for the future. Well, the future ain't on the team. I don't think Eric Scott and, and Noah Monogany is the answer in the slot right now. Now, if you're saying you move those guys outside and you bumped around Bland, now you got a mouse in the house on the outside. So you 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 stuck with what you stuck with at this point. They need to be the leaders, man. We need something. You had a chance to do something. <laughs> you did nothing. That's the problem. But yeah. I understand that. I understand that. But really, it was them third downs on defense that's killing us. The boys play lazy when they and they butt get tight on third downs. That shit got to stop. Early on, yeah. I mean, late in the game, like late in that, in that fourth quarter, they, like, I got to give it to them in the fourth quarter. They 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 stepped up and they played ball. They didn't allow them to score points, and they only yeah, had they, like they had no choice to then. Yeah. Sure, but but so I'll tip my hat to them then. But early on in that game, it was, and maybe you get helped out if you just challenge a play. But it is what it is. They 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 just weren't on their a game, and they weren't creating the turnovers that we're used to seeing. And this is two games now, and really, 
Did we have a turnover in Arizona? No. No. So in your three losses, think about this. You have one forced turnover defensively. Right. In all three losses, the team scored 28 or more points. So do you think it's true that we only win if we get turnovers? Defensively, it feels that way. Although you 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 had a chance to win without the turnovers in this game, right? Like you you got exactly. down there, had a yeah. chance to win. But right now, if you're not if they're not getting a bunch of turnovers, defensively, teams are just kind of able to score on you. Yeah. See, so we're not a like a stopping defense. We are opportunistic defense. The same we've been the last three years, basically, right? That's not a bad – I mean, I would not argue with you on, on being opportunistic um, because, if again, I said this is a good defense, but in order to be elite, we got to get into these games where – like this, right, the Niners or what have you, to where you are playing that type of elite ball. I don't think we got to that elite ball play until the fourth quarter, you know, and that's all what happened there. Right. Yeah, and I just want to give a prop to Hankins and Osa. They did they shit too. They turned up. Yeah, man, they they shut down uh, Swift. He averaged 2.4 yards per carry. And, you know, aside from Gainwell's touchdown run at the end there, which was a great play, blocked up great. We love Bell, but that's kind of one of the things, right? When Bell has to go one-on-one with one of these linemen, he's still, at the end of the day, a safety. So, you know, took the wrong angle. Kelsey turned him, touchdown. But for the most part, you know, they they played well against the run. 18 carries for 43 yards for Gainwell or for, for DeAndre Swift. Uh, is is it's a good day for the right. defense. Not, not for right, man. Cowboy Nation, we we good, man. We still look good. They still can't fuck with us, in my opinion. Can't nobody fuck with us. We got this. See y'all later, man. Salute. Yeah, we still good. I mean, but this thing, you know. Somebody texted me yesterday. Was like, "Hey, you upset?" I said, "I'm pissed." Damn, I'm pissed. Like this was yesterday, and I'm still pissed. Don't get me wrong, because you still could have won this game. And and I talked about how this game is not just—I don't think it's just for the standings, because obviously you go six and two, they go seven and two. You're a half game out. Schedule looks favorable for you, and you get them at the crib. Now you fall back like two and a half games. It's just not great, but it would have did something for your psyche as well. I don't care what nobody—I get it, man. These guys are strong in that locker room. Or at least would have did something for my psyche. Maybe I'm speaking selfishly here. It's a good team. I have no 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 worries that they'll be able to go and compete and do all this stuff. But the difference between what we did yesterday, what Philly did, is they just find a way to win. We didn't find the way to win, given all the BS that was thrown at us. They had a lot of BS thrown at them too. And when you get into these ugly ones, you got to find a way to win. Um... You thought maybe we could build momentum off of the close game against against the Chargers because that was a close game. They found a way to win. But in this one, didn't happen. On the road, and, and now what? There's still going to be question marks. There's still going to be you know, doubts and things like that. And, and, and I don't know if it's going to creep into their heads because you know they, they put themselves in position, but they didn't finish the game. So, yeah, man, it's a good team. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't going to say this ain't a good team. I ain't going to say they can't you know, get to the tournament. Maybe something can happen, but... Yeah, this is, this sucks because now, at least until you get to Seattle, I said this on a pregame show. I said you don't want to lose this game because now that that's going to be hovering over you, right? Well, Dallas this, Dallas that. Let's see what happens when they play a good team. Seattle's a good team, so they'll run into Seattle. 
and we'll see what happens in, in that game. And then right after that, you go, you know, you get out the crib to Philly. So, you know, once you get past this, what is it? Commanders, Giants, Panthers, or Giants, Commanders, Panthers, whatever, right? Once you get through this three-game stretch, you go back to, okay, let's, you got to prove yourself here. You got to prove yourself against these good teams. You're running to Seattle. You're going to get Philly. Um, you get Miami, Detroit, and Buffalo. Gauntlet. Gauntlet. You, you got to win some games. You got to win some of those games because you're going to see some of these type of teams in the playoffs. So, good team, sure. But this, yeah, man, this, man, I'm pissed. I'm pissed you didn't win this game because now this whole talk is going to continue and this whole feeling is going to continue. Uh, 661. It's like an Oscar. Yo, what's up? Good morning, hey, man, good morning. Uh, just a couple, yo, just had a couple quick points. Uh, you know, ball didn't pretty much go our direction most of the game. I saw three fumbles on Philly side. That shit just happened to roll back into their hands. Yep. But overall, I think we played way better than what we played against San Fran. They were like oh, yeah. super vanilla against San Fran. So, you know, we're going to play them again at home. I like that. And, uh, yeah, we just got to make minor adjustments, man. Our our culture is not the best. Like, we should have easily traded for Zach Hurts or had Fergie on that goal line, man. But that's it for me, Scott. That's it? Yep. All right, man. Appreciate the call. We'll Go keep ahead. it moving. Let's get Twan from Connecticut. What's up, man? Sky, what's, what's good, baby? Man, I don't know what the other dude was talking about, the previous caller with Mike McCarthy dude, the fat dude, black dude we had. Our, our team was undisciplined then with penalties. Like oh, said. yeah, so yeah, yeah. That. Yeah, that was Mike's, like, uh, right-hand dude. I, I don't I don't really know what his absence really has to do with how this team is. He, he wasn't a coach. He was, he was when, when you de- when you dive into what he was, he was kind of, remember that guy they used to have for, for Dez? To keep dudes in check and yeah, whatnot, yeah. he was kind of a handler yeah. to, to make sure these guys were just doing the right things off the field and whatnot. But he wasn't a coach. Yeah, he was. He, he, he was nobody important. So I think um, to Mike he was, but but I don't really don't know the impact of his team. I, mean, I don't think that he mattered. But anyway, go ahead. Um, going back into the beginning of the show, we lost the games because the good, because because the bad and the ugly. Yeah, Mike sure. McCarthy, the O line. And Terrence still big ass. Honest, I like, but but my what, what I'm really pissed about this game, Sky, is Mike McCarthy on fourth and three. Why go for it? Just take the point, Sky. If we if we just take the field goal, we win the fucking game. Are you talking about the school? Or at least tie the schoolmaker. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. Stop giving him the fucking ball. That's the way. <laughs> Hold on. That's the one I had in my notes for the bad was the game management. And I said, you know, no field goal. Or I said field goal question mark because I'm like, I, I get it, right? You're tempted to go for it there on fourth, fourth and on three-yard line, whatever it was. You're very tempted. But I'm like, it's 10 minutes and 44 seconds left in this game. You kick the field goal. It's one possession game. I, I, didn't understand, I didn't understand why we had to act like, you know, oh, if we don't get it here, the game's over. You had plenty of game in front of you. Just kick the field goal, one possession game. And what happened? You ended up going down and scoring the next time, and, and, and instead of going for two to tie it, it was just a score to, to bring it in with three. So I I, I was kind of like, all right, I'm going a, I'm to a ride with you in the moment, Mike, because, hey, we hyped up and everything. But, boy, if we don't get this one here, I just don't God, understand. I yeah, I understand I'm in my why. Room. Yeah. I'm in my living room. 
I'm in my living room pissed, Sky, because Mike McCarthy is a fucking walking contradiction. No bullshit, Sky. I might explain why. Because you say shit at the beginning of the year like, oh, yeah, the strength, the strength of this team is our defense. Okay, go get the fucking points and believe in the defense, how you believe in them, because obviously they didn't start playing good until the last eight minutes of the – okay, they made – they stopped. That went, that, that went down and scored. Won the fucking game, Scott. We wouldn't have been talking. We wouldn't have been talking about Terrence Fields and offside and I'm throwing the ball from. Hey, hey, Twan. I, 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 again, like I said, I am with you in the sense of I was befuddled as it was happening, but then you know, just being in the moment, I was like, I right, whatever, man, go get this because you're going for it. They ain't they ain't turning back. But it was it was definitely one of them ones where. Just kick the field goal, bro, and, and, you, and it's a one possession game. I, I act like we were down seventeen. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't understand it. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't understand. Game didn't management, understand. bro. I'm game, not, game management, I'm, and and let me help you out here. How about the possession before the last possession, where we're just taking our good old time? These fools, quite literally, came out. I think on first down. After com- after completing like two passes, it was C.D. Lamb deep across the middle or something, just frying up the set. Dak is just frying the secondary. And the next okay. play, we run. Guess what it was? Shotgun counter, two yards. <laughs> it's just like it make no sense. What the fuck are we but, doing here? But, anyway. <laughs> but 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 before but before I leave you side because I know you got people coming on. Got a couple this, more. This coat, this coat this. This this culture of Dallas not making trades at the deadline comes back to bite us in our ass again. Because I called you a couple weeks ago, and I said, go after Derrick Henry. We didn't want to go after Derrick Henry. Because nope. Derrick, 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 Derrick Henry or running back helps us in this game all around the board. Absolutely. Now, also, Rico, Rico Daddle. If, if you like Rico Daddle, Cowboy Nation, they gave this motherfucker two touches. And he was better than Tony Pollard. I mean, TP averaged 4.3 yards per carry on the day and had two explosive runs, but, you know, Breek only got two. And, he, and the one touch that he had, when it was blocked up, they caught it back. I, 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 don't, I don't get the – I don't – look, man, I know we're, we're fighting internally about the running back situation, but it's, it's really, again, I keep saying it, your anger is – our anger, I think, is directed at the wrong place. You are having a terrible time block, and you are doing a terrible job in, in, in how you're using these running backs. And, again, it's not like Tony Pollard's getting 25 carries. He got 12, and he averaged 4.3. He usually gets 12 carries in a game. How about giving a little bit more to Rico? Maybe you give him 8 or 9, and Tony gets 12, and that thing kind of evens out a little bit, and maybe you get some explosive plays. So it's not about the amount of, of Tony Pollard. It's the how of Tony Pollard and then the amount that you're giving Rico. Would love to bring in Derrick Henry, obviously, but if you're going to bring him in here and give him 9 and 10 carries, what the hell's the point? And if you say, well, we could use him on a goal line, absolutely. Hand the ball off the freaking Lipke. He's 240 pounds, and he played running back in college. I mean, this run game is absolutely stupid to me. And honestly, I'm over it. I'm at the point where this is going to be leaning on Dak Prescott, and you just need the run game to be complimentary. And that's kind of what it was it, yesterday. It, 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 it is, but, Sky, that ends up, that end up biting us in our ass because Dak has to throw the ball 40 times. We don't win games like that, Sky. That's just the honest of the guy, too. And I love Dak but Prescott. But then Dak just run Prescott the ball, then. The ball, then just run the ball. Having a player here is not going to change you 
running the ball. You can, you know, you can, like, it's not illegal to call a run play. <laughs> like, it's not illegal to call anything but a shot other than a shotgun hand the ball off with a, a guard pulling terribly, and there's nothing there for you. Anything but a pin-pull pitch. It is not illegal, Mike McCarthy and Mike Solari and uh, Brian Schottheimer. You can actually run different run plays, you know? It's not illegal. Yeah. No, very, very true, very true. But with, with, with it in closing, man, I just hope we go on a run. So I, I felt like we could have, we could have beat them, and, and we could have been on a run. But we just got to go on a run with the, the Giants, the Panthers, and Washington, and then I think we see Seattle the Eagles again, man. But other than that, man, good call, Scott. Good call. Yeah, I'm with you, brother. I mean, like you said, Hunter's right there. Rico's right there. Use him, or 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 do something different. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be sick to my stomach watching these stu- every week. He's shotgun, stand right next to Dak. There's no, there's not even like pistol where you got a little bit of a running start. It's just catch it, turn to the side. You have no momentum going forward. And now I got to wait for this guard to pull, which if y'all go look at how this is happening with the pull, it's broken. The, the relationship between the the delivery of the ball and the run to the blocking up front is absolutely broken. It's it's ridiculous at this point. I don't know who needs to say something in that, in, in, in there, whether it's shoddy, whether it's somebody in the backfield, whether it's Dak, whether it's, hell, maybe, maybe somebody from up top got to come down and say, hey, enough with this shit here. Enough with this. And the one time you do get a nice blocked up run, which I think was from under center, by the way. You get a nice blocked up run. Rico rips off a nice play and they call it back. I mean, this run game broken, bro. This run game is absolutely broken. Bring in peak Adrian Peterson. This run game is broken. JR, look, man, I, 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 I need more. I need more. JR to date in prime, brother. But what's up with you? Sky. What's good, baby? Man. I'ma say this. I'ma say this. I got a new nickname for Terrence Steele. Oh no. What is it? Turnstile Aluminum. Cause he's so much steel out there on the field. That brother was aluminum foil. They was twisting and bending and turning him any way they wanted. He was giving it up all day long. God, God. I was like, God, that was wrong with me. As soon as I was like, you know what? All this one is doing they're going to I'm like, God. Like, they slowed, they slowed him down. They slowed him down on the replay. And you can see where he's trying to block Rasul Riddick and Rasul Riddick swims both of his hands down and move right past him. And he's, like, still trying to shuffle. Understand? And, and, and this is the thing I understand. He just came, well, not just, but just, came off of an ACL. And I think what we're doing is we're looking at, like, the top, top elite athletes who had an ACL and bounced back in eight months, you know what I'm saying, and 
that spent $30 million on getting better, you know what I'm talking about, and saying everybody can do that. And I think that's the misnomer. I don't think everybody can do that. I don't think everybody can bounce back from an ACL, especially if they never had no significant injury like that, and then eight months later they can go back in and be at, you know, uh, all-pro, PFF, ranked number top five player that they were the previous year. I don't think you can do that, you know. So I think that's the misnomer. I think we need to be more realistic about where Terrence Steele and I got to I got to eat the crumb on Michael Gallup because I came here going, man, if we get Michael Gallup go there, he went down the field. <laughs> he went down the field. <laughs> hey, Jr. Let's just not even. Yeah, let's never again do we do we come on the show and say we got to get Michael Gallup going. Let's just leave that alone. Let's just leave that alone. But. but but for for, but yeah. for Terrence, look, look, we know obviously he's coming off of of the ACL. But at this point, I'm gonna be a little bit insensitive. Uh, I am. I'm sorry. The the way mm. I'm seeing him get beat, to me, I don't care because it's he's missing with his hands. It's not like his kick step is slow. It's not like he's not athletic enough to get back. He is continually missing with his hands, and then he leans forward, and now he's beat real fast. That to me. Is a technique issue. That to me is you, you're just not the same from a technical side of things prior to the injury. If if that somebody got to explain to me how the ACL affects the hands because he's been terrible with his hands. So I, I look, I get it. I'll say this, Terrence, you want an ACL year? I, I get it, man. The first year is going to be probably some issues, but bruh. The, the way you're getting beat, man, I can't put it all on a damn ACL. Like my, my dude, we we need you to 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 buck up from time to time and, and show some consistency from a technical standpoint. If you're gonna get beat from power, if you're gonna get beat from that, I'm I understand that because maybe the, the leg ain't there. You just getting whooped yeah. with your hands every time. And I need to maybe What's talk that? to an offensive line person to say, hey, why is an ACL injury affecting my guy's hands? Please explain it to me. Well, I mean, just from a medical perspective, you know, you know, the knee bone connected to the <laughs> hand bone, the hand bone. <laughs> hey, you know the song. Because the knee bone is connected to the thigh bone, and the thigh bone connected to the hip. The hip comes to the ribs. And then if, if all that's hurting, maybe that, that hand is just, it ain't yeah, hanging enough. Know. You know, it ain't hey, quick enough. You- but uh, on the serious, <laughs> on the serious note, though, why hasn't anybody criticized the offensive line coaching staff and offensive line game plan? Oh, you no, know what it's... was that two years ago or something like that? Yeah, yeah. You know, they fired they fired Joe. Uh, was it Joe Fieldman or something like that? This past offseason. You, you see what I'm saying? Why isn't nobody criticizing our blocking game? Because <laughs> if it's not turned, if it's not turned out aluminum, you know what I'm saying? Then we try to put uh, Truma Doga in on a crucial play, and if it's not that, then it's we can't get uh, Biosh and and uh, and Tyler Smith to be able to block effectively, so we can get some work. Like our line has been the central issue. Why yeah, haven't they yeah. gotten up their business? So, yeah, JR, we, we talked about this, I don't want to say last week, or maybe it was the bye week, right? Uh, somebody brought mm. up, brought up. I think it was the bye week. They brought up um, criticizing, what's his name? Mike Solari. And I was like, hey, I think we got to put a TBD on it because that was the first game having those guys back ever, right? Uh, it was only game yeah. two. But I said, he's not devoid of it. Let's just see what happens moving forward, right? 
And the last two mm-hmm. games, from a run game standpoint, again, it's the, it, there is no plan. I'm convinced there is no run scheme. There is no run plan. It's it's atrocious. And if he is a part of that, which I think Jeff Blasco is a run game coordinator, but if he has a say in it, he needs criticizing it. Um, as in regards to blocking, I mean, yeah, bro. Like I, I don't know who needs to, to get the who needs to get the rope for Terrence Steele, but he's looking atrocious. Mm-hmm. So you you got to got to turn towards your offense court or your, your offensive line coach. So I think it is fair Dude. at this point to criticize him. In closing, real quick, because I do want to give you a shout out. Hey, so. oh, lastly, 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 uh, I don't know if you heard. I heard some little birds chirping on the app, and we are bringing in a former marquee name at wide receiver. Bro, I saw. Call. I saw a little bit. Hey, yo, Michael Gallup got the go. <laughs> no, you ain't getting hype over no damn Martavius Bryant. Let me see here. Hey, no, no, as much as you, do you remember your Pittsburgh? Come on, bro. You remember your Pittsburgh? Oh, man. Relax, bro. He ain't played five. Hey, we're going to see. He's just getting a couple comments. He's <laughs> getting a couple comments, a couple of lemonade workout, whatever we'll call it. You know what I'm saying? But that, if that ain't too leaves. If that ain't too leaves, that's all I got. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you, Scott. Love you, baby. We're going to tune in. Y'all hit that like, share, subscribe. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I know we down. But hey, it's going up and we're going up with Sky. All right. Hold y'all on. do that. Hold it down. Y'all be baby later. Right, appreciate JR. I was going to give JR some, some flowers on air, man, but he dipped out. Uh, shouts out to him, though, because he came through like a lot of y'all came through. Um, a handful of y'all came through on Friday and we had fun. Y'all should, if y'all missed the show, he, he brought out the Coach Prime at BT Furnishings. And uh, we ended up going to get lunch. Me. And and Eric ended up and, and 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 Jr. ended up meeting up at his pops two partners, a restaurant down there in around the Cotton Bowl. It was like right across the street from it. And man, good food, nice place. I highly recommend going there. And yes, this is free promo I'm giving you, man, because it it was it was dope. I love the atmosphere. I love the historic part of it, the the story behind it, the location. Just a great place, man. Hopefully, we can do some work together. I know we talked about it. So, two partners. Uh, restaurant. Make sure y'all check that out over there. Uh, I don't know. What, I'm still new to Dallas. I don't know what's that. What's that? Was it called over there? But it's it's by the uh, where they have the fair, the whole big fair and whatnot. On his Motavius Bryant day. Look, man, I, I'm not doing that. I'm not about to get all hype and crazy over Martavius Bryant. Yes, Martavius Bryant in 2017. I'd probably be hyped. I was one of those guys who actually wanted to bring him in when he was floating around. Man, it's 2023. Bring him in for a cup of coffee, like you said. Put him on a practice squad. And then anything after that is a bonus. But I'm not about to sit here and go crazy. You know why? C.D. Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Kevontae Turpin, Jake Ferguson, Jalen Tober. I'm good. We, we good right there. Those dudes can get busy. So let them get busy. I hope Martavius Bryant gets signed to the league. I'm always looking for, for, for players to get the bag and whatnot, but I'm about to get crazy over no damn Martavius Bryant. Hear me? Love you, though. Love you, though. All right, we got through this. Like I said, we was going to get through it. Uh, top of the hour. Maybe I could do this. No, nah, I ain't going to do it live because I, I got to do something different. But top of the hour, I got uh, Dr. Boothby joining me. We're going to talk a little bit about a couple of these Knicks and Knacks. And then we'll drop that video later on today. Get some super chats before I get up out of here. We got a handful. Toxic. Yeah, brother, I know. Trust and believe me. Super chat. He said, Sky grew up in the 717. These days are the worst. Yeah. Yeah. 
the, the, the times you lose to Philly and you back home, oh boy. One thing I, I am fortunate in, there's a, there's a give and take to it. Unfortunate, I don't have to go into an office back home and deal with those and deal with the fans. The other side of that though is I do got to deal with the crazy cowboy fans, whether it be on the show, whether it be on on the, the, the internets and whatnot. So it kind of evens itself out. Sometimes the cowboy fans are way worse, but when the Eagles win, oh man, it's it ain't it ain't fun. Uh, D Web Super Chat. He dropped two and said Cooks was open on the slant play to Schoon. Slant play to Schoon. My my guess is you mean the pick pick play to Schoon. Uh, if that's if that's the play you're talking about, I don't recall Schoon getting targeted on a slant play. But if that's the play you're talking about, uh, that was a the, the, the play wasn't designed to go to Cooks, and you weren't coming back to see Cooks because if you go back and look at that D Web, he was blitzed. And he had to get that ball out right now. And the, the play design was actually, that was a perfect play design. Terrible execution. Got to get Ferguson to rub to, to get that pick right on. Um, I can't, I don't know, I'm having a brain fart on his name. But on Schoolmaker's guy and the Schoolmaker's wide open. Schoolmaker has to get into the end zone and, and Schoolmaker scores a touchdown. So you can't come back to, to the slant if there was a slant because the pressure got there. So this was all about getting the pick rub route. Now, if you want to talk about uh, what's the name being open? Somebody being open on the play, fourth and eight. It was um, Ferg. Ferg. Ferg got open. I mean, he worked. Eli Eli Ricks was awful in this game. Again, their defense ain't shit to me. It's just their pass rush is really good, so you got to be able to combat that. But boom, he broke open right now, and that's probably a touchdown, or at very least we get into the to, to the red zone or goal line if he sees uh, Ferg. I think what he probably saw, what I was looking at as well, pre-snap, not post-snap, pre-snap was, is that James Bradbury one-on-one? Yeah, I'm going to James Bradbury one-on-one. I don't like the comeback route. I'd much rather them stay aggressive like they did early on the fourth down where they just sent a, a deep route um, with, with Lamb. I'd have just let A-Tobert go because he was even. But the route was designed to come back on a comeback and then obviously incomplete pass. I'd have just said, keep going. Throw that thing up. You probably got six. But you want to talk about somebody being open. It, it was Ferguson open on that fourth and eight play. And, and I'm pretty sure... 90%, if not 99% of those who actually hate this quarterback are going to pin the game on him because of that play. And that goes back to what I always have to say. Hey, my guy got to be perfect. If he's not perfect, if he miss a play, boy, woo, they're going to kill him, especially if he lose. And, and that's one of those plays. But it didn't really kill you because you had a chance to go win the game on the six-yard line, and then we see what happened. So, yeah, I saw that. I 100% saw that. So, as soon as they showed the replay, I was like, oh, Ferg, Ferg was open and there's plays you get like that when you go back and watch the film. Like, damn, he was open. And you would hope it'd be where it was in a win, not in a loss like this, but happened in a loss. And, we're, and, you know, I think Dak said there's going to be like three plays he stews over. One will be stepping out of bounds. One will likely uh, be that play for sure. So, you know, and that's what happens, man. You If you ain't if you ain't perfect, I mean, and I've seen it on the, on, on the not real place on Twitter. Whew. Y'all crazy. People are crazy, man. Super chat. Coley. Coley. I'm just call you Coley, man. Appreciate you, Coley Cole. He dropped five and said the P.I. call on Gilly. I don't see how that was a catch. P.I. call was atrocious. The holding call was atrocious. The non-holding calls were atrocious. 
just got to overcome it, man. You just, you just when you have a chance to do it, you got to do it. I I was texting, I think it was a Koi. I was like, man, if the Cowboys you know win this game, having to deal with the BS they had to deal with, that will send a bigger message than any victory over the last three years in the regular season. Anyone, there wasn't one victory that would have meant more due to the things they had to overcome in this game. Didn't do it though. So now we're back at square one, trying to find that next litmus test game to prove to us the fans and and. I really don't care about proving to the media, but to us at least, right? Because at the end of the day, old media. What can I feel? Respect some, but all right, I got to go. I'm already late, running behind. Appreciate you guys for rocking with me uh, this morning. We will be carrying over this con this conversation, Vash Lombardi, later on. Apologies for the hard out. But like I said, man, Doc Talk kind of got sprung on me. And I uh, got to wrap to, to old Doc. And uh, I'll get back with y'all later. So I'll be on 315-ish volume. Mo will be on later on. Make sure on your way out, you hit the like button. And I'll see you guys later. And I'll see you guys, obviously, tomorrow. We'll break down a couple plays from Tape Tuesday. Uh, maybe we'll do the drive of the game. And uh, it'll be a good show. All right. Love y'all. Be out of here. Peace.